Hello, hello. It is AMK Radio, you guys. My boyfriend just flashed his butt to me to try to like distract me right now. <laughs> and these are the things that I go through um, behind the scenes that nobody would ever think. Um, if you guys can hear close, my son is loud as hell in the background per usual. But yeah, we're here. Welcome, welcome. Happy Sunday. It's AMK Radio episode three. Um, I do use a lot of language in my podcast, so please listen at your own discretion. I recommend listening to this podcast when you're just like chilling you know, taking a long drive or just got some time to spare and just want to have something playing in the background. I promise you my, my podcasts kind of run long. I noticed the last two ones are, were like an hour long. Um, and I, I'm trying to take that and put that into perspective that I don't want to lose like the audience retention and stuff. I promise it's some good things that I'm talking about in here, but you know, I'll get comfortable and vibe out. So yeah. Um, I would also like to say, um, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther. I mean, it was really sad to, you know, get that news. And to be honest with you guys, um, honesty is key. And I, I try to stay as open and transparent as possible, um, especially when I'm doing something artistic. This podcast is another outlet of art for me. Um, I actually pre-record these podcasts on Fridays when I get in the mood and I'm just chilling and I did one and unfortunately it was accidentally deleted. But the crazy thing about it was, um, when I was finished with it, maybe like a 30 minutes later, I got the news that chat with Bozeman had passed away. So it's crazy how things happen. And I just really want to acknowledge him. Um, and yeah, rest in peace. It's important that like for me, I just remember seeing him on All-Star Weekend and I I actually just referred back to that um, te- text me- um, tweeter, tweeter, tweet that I had posted and it had said, um, I had made a post and I said, what's wrong with the Black Panther? Like something's wrong. I wonder what's wrong with the Black Panther. And it's just sad. Like you know, he was battling cancer and that, that really triggered me because that's what my mother passed away from. But yeah, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace to the Black Panther. We love you. We love you and we appreciate you. I have so much respect for him to still keep get things done. You never know what a person is going through at the end of the day. So it's it's good to be kind to our best ability. All right, moving forward. Um, before I like get into everything, I do want to announce, you know, trigger warning um, because I'm dedicating this podcast. I felt it will only be right to dedicate this podcast um, to speak about the police injustices and the, the, the lack of responsibility and the careless shit that they do in their power um, in the midst of all the things that's going on, especially with the Jacob Blake situation as well as, as well as the things that are happening, you know, that's been happening. So I think it's right for me to speak out, speak about, um, the running that I had personally, the situation that happened to me personally with Sacramento PD and how they mishandled, you know, their situation and, 
the situation and just the shit that they do and it's left me traumatized um so yeah i'm gonna speak on that so if anybody is like triggered by you know police brutality or um just speaking on that i just want to let you guys know you know that that this is what this is about so feel free to listen at your own discretion um if anybody's an ally with to to the black community um i would like for you to please listen to this with an open mind and um you know take a step back and kind of just marinate it gives you a little uh perspective on how things can happen and you know just kind of see it and try to understand it from my point of view I'm not trying to offend anybody and I'm not going to apologize if I do offend you because if you feel offended then that's on you that's that's something that's within yourself so um yeah please take that into accountability or I don't even know if I'm speaking correctly right now I'm just kind of scattered brain this morning um but please take that into consideration, not accountability. Please take that into consideration while you're listening to this podcast today. All right. So first, let's start off with some acknowledgments, of course. Um, first, I want to acknowledge um, you. Who, you know, if you are listening to this right now, you are alive. Let's acknowledge life. It's a lot of shit that's going on right now. I just want you guys to take the time right now to appreciate yourself. Take a deep breath in. Give yourself that love that you need. Take those moments of peace that you need. Self-love is everything. You can't pour from an empty cup. If you're listening to this right now, I love you. If you heard it today, this is the first time you heard it from me. Keep going. We got to keep going. Take it day by day, step by step. That's all we can fucking do, honestly. So, yeah. If you don't like what you are, claim your newness. If you want to change, change. If you have changed, keep building up on that change and stay consistent with self. But first, you got to acknowledge yourself and love yourself. And I'm thankful for you. I thank God and the universe for you. All right. Second person I want to acknowledge is um, I want to acknowledge my cousin Cosmo Bonnie. Um, I'm just so excited to see like, you know, her visions coming to life. You know, this, she's one of those people that is just solid and I love her and I appreciate her. She just got my hair right yesterday and she's just one of those people that's a hustler. And I just love like people like that. It just motivates you. You know, I know if it, no questions asked. She's there for me. Um, and yeah, Cosmo Bonnie Cosmetics are coming soon. She's got everything lined up and on lock. I can't wait to see the, the vision ex- execute and unfold. And I'm super just excited. Um, you know, it, it's cool to be a part of like a positive movement. And yeah, so yeah, shout out to Cosmo Bonnie. You guys go follow her Instagram, Cosmo underscore Bonnie. She's got a lot of dope shit that's coming you know, tap in with her hair services and the cosmetics. Girl, I'm proud of you, girl. I'm proud of you, cuz. All right. <laughs> um, someone else I would like to acknowledge. I'm trying to remember. Oh, okay. The people, uh, I, I want to acknowledge the people who wake up early in the morning to go to work. I am rusty at this. And it's something that is new to me, but I'm working on it and I'm working at it and I'm chipping at it. And I'm just like, 
I'm more grateful and thankful for the people who are just up and they, they have their schedules early and they're able to just get up and start their day and like have a full day. I am acknowledging you and I commend you because I'm learning and this shit is not fucking easy. God damn. Like what you gotta, you gotta even wake up a little earlier to, to, um, to make room for error, <laughs> you know, those little minutes and, you know, little shit people having car troubles and stuff on the freeway traffic and all that, that all that plays a big role in your, in your morning routine. So yeah, I appreciate you guys. And I want to acknowledge you guys. Um, yeah. So something exciting to kind of talk about before we get into this podcast is that I am an, I am a part of a rap battle. So shout out to the just two black brothers rap battle, indie tourney. Um, by the time you guys listen to this podcast, I had already went live um, on the stream. Um, I'm going up against a talented artist, Busy Balboa. So shout out to Busy Balboa, girl. I see you. I'm excited. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited for the outcome. You know, it is a rap battle competition. The winner gets a, not only a trophy, but also $200 and, you know, the little bragging rights. So shout out to all the female artists that are involved um, shout out to uh, Poe Politikin for giving me the opportunity. And I'm, I'm really excited to, to see where this goes and just excited to vibe out with other female artists out there killing the game. All right. So first off, um, yeah, Jacob Blake, man, I, at what point, like I'm a black woman, right? And it, when we start, for me, when I start my morning, you know, we see shit on the internet. I don't watch TV. I try not to. It, it the the frequencies of the television is draining, but also the frequencies on these phones are draining as well. So I try to detach myself, and then sometimes I get sucked into this internet shit, and I'm just scrolling, 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 scrolling. Hashtag scrolling, scroll. It's too much. It's too much, like on my brain. But just imagine, like you know scrolling you see people doing tiktok dances and all this little cute shit starbucks cups and shit right but like imagine seeing a person that is what you are getting shot seven times in their motherfucking back by law enforcement who you've had your own run-in traumatic run-in with and you see this and it's plastered everywhere. You look on, you turn on the TV, they're speaking about it. And you, everywhere you go, you go, you know, and, he, and then you have to like kind of shake it off and then start your day as, as a regular work day, right? And then when you go to work, you see people who are not like you, but listening to the music that black people make and vibing out and chilling but enjoying enjoying your culture when you can't have that same you can't do the same and this is the part where you know allies listening to this it's important that we take that into consideration where you know non-black people are able to just enjoy the culture freely and we get killed for it or we get you know 
profiled for it or we get arrested for it and it's fucking crazy you know it's fucking crazy and it's it's hard because it's like damn like I wish I had that fucking luxury to just enjoy myself in peace enjoy my blackness in peace but I fucking don't I don't and I think it's important that we do take that into consideration you know I'm starting to see the little um I think it's funny that I when I'm driving around and I see some of these businesses especially in like Midtown Sacramento y'all don't even like black people in y'all establishments but I see y'all boarding up y'all little um businesses and shit cuz y'all don't want y'all windows and stuff to get broken out of and y'all putting George Floyd um pictures and Stefan Clark's pictures on y'all shit but honestly let's be real like y'all wouldn't have let even let them in y'all establishments and the same people are still working there that did not want us there and now like yeah I see y'all getting with the program but are y'all really getting with it to did you take a step back and like kind of real like check yourself a little bit and and make you cut did it open your eyes to it are you are you getting with the program because you don't want to get your shit bashed out and have to put insurance claims out on your, on your, uh, you know, on your shit, or you don't want to get your shit looted. So you're getting with it. Cause you have, you want to fit in. Is it really for the cause? And anybody listening to that right now, that's an ally. Are you like trying to just make sure you don't get talked about, you know, are you going hard because you're overcompensating? Or are you really doing it from a genuine fucking place? Think about that shit. It's okay to be fucking honest. And in this time, we need to be honest. Regardless if you're doing something kind or what you think is nice, intent, what are your intentions behind it? Because the intentions and the energy will be, will be felt. There's a lot of phony shit going on around here for the sake of a loss that has nothing to do with the loss of the lives of the people that have been killed. I'm tired of seeing uh, Breonna Taylor's name being used as a motherfucking damn near happy birthday or a motherfucking Christmas type. Like it, It's not a trend. Black death should not be a fucking trend. I really want fucking justice for Breonna Taylor. Not no motherfucking picture caption because it's cool or like a dance. What the fuck? Because... It, it's starting to become one of these by Felicia type things where motherfuckers didn't even know what by Felicia was when Friday been out since when, when come on now. If you guys really want to make a change and be a part of the change, you got to be honest with yourself first. How were you viewing black people? How did you look at us? These establishments that did not want us in an hour plastering black faces in front of your business. How did you do y'all? Did you, is that really how you guys feel? Because this has been going on for a long time or is it because it's magnified now and we're all looking? Don't dress it up for me. I have more respect for a person that can be really fucking honest about how they were and how they feel or felt about us and realize, you know what, that was a that I got to check. I, I apologize, you know, sincerely, because I realize that's a disgusting way to look at things or view things. And I'm I, I'm a truly apologetic now because I understand not somebody that's going to be like, 
oh shit uh let me just do hella extras and so people won't find out no be fucking honest and i understand that there's some people who honestly don't know and for you you guys that are that really don't know please please i'm a very understanding person i'm a very open-minded person please reach out to me hit me directly so you can you can get a little uh advice as to what you can be and how you can be a contribution for those who are allies and who have been allies and have you know i appreciate those people who understand and are, and are not questioning the outrage some people are saying that they're allies but they're still questioning shit or they're not with some shit if you don't understand do some more fucking research or reach out to the people who are open-minded to explain it to you. But don't be upset at the people who feel like they should not have to fucking explain it to you. Cause we're tired of fucking having to explain. And that's part of understanding. That's part of being an ally is understand. Then when, what we do, we, we have an understanding we build that common ground and then we start to unify. And then once we start to unify, we can build a more solid foundation. And therefore, when we have that unity where we have that understanding, yeah, you don't know what it's like to be black. I don't know what it's not to be not black. So, but I can understand this and I can understand what I can do to be that. And then we meet, we, we build that together. We built that foundation and we start to build on top of that foundation then we can build that that foundation on top of another foundation and 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 make something bigger so we can now have this solidarity against our oppressors but we can't do that when when it's really shaky at the bottom do you understand what i'm saying we can't do that when motherfuckers is out here being hella fake and then we pull up racist shit that you you know what i'm saying just be fucking honest all right. Um, now, what I want to talk about is what happened to me, because every time I see this shit, it's like, damn, I could have been one of these hashtags. You know, I think about that and I think about how blessed and thankful that I was able to get out of that situation. But I still have PTSD. It's still something that lingers on my mind. I'm still a black mother raising a black boy that's going to be a black man one day. And it's it's my son is starting to realize some shit. You know, it's crazy because um, he had we were out yesterday and um, we it was a group of white people and they were loud and, you know, doing hella extra cussing and shit. And my son is literally right here and they're just loud, you know, doing what they're doing. And my son kind of shakes his head and he was like, uh, like he said, I'm going to say something. I said, what do you, what do you need to say? He was like, white people. And you know what I said to my son? I could have agreed like, yeah, white people, they get to be loud and obnoxious and, and yell and get drunk. And yeah, like they could do all this shit without the cops being called on them and they could be, you know it's fine or they don't have to get kicked out of the establishments and stuff like that um but I told my son I said don't say that I said because it's not okay to judge people even though these motherfuckers would have been 
you know what I'm saying? We know, even though they would have, we would have got kicked out if it was a group of black people. Um, but I'm, I told my son, don't do that because you would not like it if they did it to you, which nine times out of 10, they will. Um, but the reason why I said that to my son and I corrected his behavior is because ignorance starts at home. If we're not correcting this motherfucking behavior, then we continue a cycle. I don't want to keep that cycle going. Is it a high chance that it might be when he's an adult? Absolutely. Because it's been going on. Nothing has changed, but I did correct his behavior. And as a parent, I'm going to be that voice at home because it starts at home to tell my child that that's not okay. It's not okay. Period. It's not okay. Like some people be like, oh, no, fuck that. Yeah, no, I'm my son going to. Yeah, I can explain it to him better. Like, yeah, unfortunately, they don't look at it the same way, but I'm not going to continue the ignorance. I'm not I don't want that. I don't want that to be a thing. And allies at home or if you're a parent like they're they're fucking parents some people who are who are bringing this ignorance their parents are condoning that at home they're allowing that so allies it's important for y'all to teach y'all kids the under to understand and not be judgmental not just towards black people but to all people there's people who are uh handicapped there's people who are um that have some type of scars or something on their face there's people who are there's fucking transgender people and drag queens that walk around and it you know it's it's good to kind of teach the non-judgment thing at home because there's people who there's shit that we don't understand and yeah if you don't understand it there's resources to look it more into it but to be uh, evil or negative or you know some shit about that you never know what a person is is going through hence Chadwick Boseman you never know so I try to teach that because that's how I am and I try not to be judgmental I try to like think like oh if I see a person with tattoos all over his face I don't want to fucking think automatically think that he's in a fucking gang or did some shit let me let me change that I don't know who this fucking person is at the end of the day it could be the spirit of Jesus Christ for all the fuck I know I just try not to be judgmental but unfortunately being a black fucking woman the world don't look at me like that (laughs) but I try to be what I want the world to be um so getting into it, January 15, 2017 was the day my boyfriend and I were profiled, racially profiled by Sacramento Police Department and had guns put out to our faces, put put on us, pulled out several different guns, all of this shit. So at the time, my boyfriend and I were not together. We were in that talking phase, like, you know, that little phase where you getting, you hanging out, you getting to know somebody and shit like that. Um, I had sold a um, piece of art. I had sold a, a beanie or a hat um, in old Sacramento. And I, re- I went around like 12 o'clock. Um, so we went at around noon to go sell a hat. And then I had um, decided to take some pictures for a little bit because my boyfriend is a photographer shout out to good greet art studio um so i take some pictures it's around like 12 30 ish so um now i'm like okay let's go get some food 
you know, so we go to Carolina's on Franklin. I know you guys are like, ew, what the fuck? Why are you eating that? I have not eaten that place. I have the shits really bad. <laughs> so yeah, but shout out to Carolina's, man. They, they didn't got me through some times. Um, so we went to Carolina's on Franklin. And at this point, at this time, I was, um, I was on Snapchat and shit. I don't use Snapchat anymore, but I'm on Snapchat and I'm like, on snapchat recording you know being hella silly but as we're pulling up to carolinas i noticed that um there was cops in like different areas they were kind of parked and they were all out of their cars and they were interviewing different civilians on the street and so there's like different groups huddled around so we're looking around like what the fuck happened and on snapchat you could see me looking around like looking like what happened what happened and so um my boyfriend says, oh, damn, something must have happened. It must have been a shootout or something, but I don't see anybody on the ground. We didn't see anybody like hit or, you know, ambulance or anything like that. We did see a fire truck, but we didn't see like a body or anything like that. So we're getting in line for the drive through. And if anybody has been to Carolina's on Franklin, um, you know that it's a weird ass drive through setup. It's also lunchtime. So it's more cars than usual waiting in the line. So we waited in the drive through for about 15 minutes and then we get our food and we drive out as we're leaving. We're, we're noticing that it's the same cops and the same groups of people kind of just talking and shit like that. So we're going back to his house and um, I noticed as we're leaving, um, we get to like a stop sign and I noticed that there's a, a police SUV that's following us. So I say to him, like, oh, the the boys are behind us, you know? And so he's like, oh, I'm not tripping. Let me just make sure, like, I stop at the stop signs and shit. Anybody that is black and shit, even brown, we know when we see the cops, it's an automatic thing. It doesn't matter if you're, if you are a fucking lawyer, if you're, it, it, when I see the cops, I don't care if they're across the fucking street. I turn my music down. I'd be like, oh shit, there go the boys. There go 12. It's like a, it's like a, I, I don't know. Like I just get all stiff and shit. And it's like, that shit is one of the things. I don't know if non-black people, white people, if y'all are able to drive and like when you guys see the cops, do y'all like freak out or anything? Like, is it automatic for you? Or is it just like, oh, whatever. Like I turn my music down, everything. I make sure I'm sitting up straight. My asshole is all clenched up and shit. Like every, my whole, everything demeanor just changes. And so I automatically feel like I did something fucking wrong. Why do I have to feel that way when I haven't done shit? I'm getting a fucking burrito before I have to go pick my son up from school. So we're driving um, and we're noticing that, you know, they're following us. And he tells me, he's like, man, my papers are all good. Everything's good. Like my tags aren't ex- expired. I don't have no weapons. I don't have no priors, nothing like, you know. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, for me, this is... um a new person I'm talking to for all I know, this motherfucker could be a fucking felon and have hella shit in the car, but I'm just trusting what he's saying. So we pull up to the house, we pull up to the parking lot and the motherfuckers did not blurp us at any point getting there. And then they turn into the parking lot of where we're at. 
and he's starting to turn off his car. The next thing you know, they turn on the lights and they all get out the fucking car. It's helicopters in one car and they all hop out and they have guns pulled out on us. Sacramento, put your fucking hands up. Sacramento PD, put your hands up. Put your hands up. I'm like, wait, 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 what? So he's looking, I'm looking and I'm just like, are they fucking serious right now? Like, that's all I could fucking say is like, is this really fucking happening right now? Is this really fucking happening? And this is 2017. So we've already seen um, the people who have fucking died. In in police with all we've already seen it. So I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is happening right. This is happening right now. Like this ain't no movie. This like it is. Everything just kind of like fucking froze. Everything was quiet for a second. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So my boyfriend, he's pissed off. He's like, are you fucking serious? What the fuck? Like, you know, he's hot and he's mad. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, so he's like, he socks the steering wheel. and He's hella mad. And I'm like, calm, wait, 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 calm down. They're like, put your hands up, put your hands up. And he's like, man, fuck this shit. And we're still fresh. So. I am trying to calm him down. I don't know what he's been through in regards to the law or I don't know. But this came from a different place where he was just fucking fed up. And I saw him for a second. He got so upset. He was like, man, fuck this shit. And I saw him reach for the door to like. I, I don't know. It was the it was I felt for him because it was that. I'm tired. You know, when you're tired, you're just like, fuck this shit, man. And something came over me where I became, I left my body, I felt, and I just, this calm, I don't know what it was. It just, higher self, I don't know, came through, and I reached my arm out to him, like, over his chest. Like, you know, when your mom is driving, and she keeps breaking, and she, like, hits the uh, damn brake, and she reaches her arm out like that's gonna do something I had reached my arm out and I was like stop I was like be calm I said calm down you have a mother that loves you and a brother that loves you like you have family and you have family to go to go home to I have my son to go home to I said this is not how we are going out I said they are gonna fucking shoot us this is not, this is not how the fuck we finna go out. So I told him to calm down. He took a deep breath. He was upset. He had tears of frustration. He was really upset. And it's so fucked up because it's like putting your tail between your fucking legs. It's so humiliating. You know what I'm saying? It's a humiliating feeling. But I wanted to make sure that they was not finna fucking kill us. They was not finna shoot us like that. Fuck that shit. Hell fucking all. Another motherfucking couple killed by the police. Another fucking trial where a motherfucker walks away. You know, it, it's 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 really fucking easy to kill somebody. Because guess what? Especially in that position, they don't get to testify. We don't get to testify if we're killed and dead. We don't get to testify. What happens is they find old ass tweets or old ass videos to make us look like criminals that they're trying to put us out to be. But we can't we can't speak. 
at our trial if we're dead. You feel me? So it's like, here we are. And here it is. This is the situation I never, ah, you see it on TV. I'm watching this shit on TV and here the fuck I am. Mariah, what? Damn. You know, this is what my brain is saying. So I'm like, fuck. And you know, when you look at something, you like, damn, if that was me, I would have did it. It don't, it, man. So I just tell him to be calm because that's what they expect. They want us to be angry. We're tired of it, of course. But they want us to respond, respond with anger. And why, why not? We're tired. Of course, I'm going to be upset. After I see this shit a million times on motherfucking TV and now it's happening to me. Of course, I'm going to be upset. But I keep them calm. And they're telling him, get out the car, drop, drop the keys out the weapon. And he's like, do y'all want to fucking come do this shit? Y'all got the guns. I'm the one who's motherfucking scared. Y'all come take these keys out. And they say, no, 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 you drop the keys. Keep one hand up, drop the keys out with the hand. You know, them dumbass instructions and shit. And I'm just telling him to stay calm, which is fucking impossible. How the fuck you going to stay calm with six motherfuckers, five guns and shit pulled out on you? More cops are pulling over. Helicopters here at this time. And, and, and in the midst of all of this happening, I see motherfuckers who have gentrified the neighborhood, walking their dogs and getting their motherfucking coffee peacefully so he drops the keys out the car and then he gets out with his hands up and they ask him is there anybody else in the vehicle because the windows are windows are tinted and he said yes my girl is in the car well tell her to have her hands up too i i yell my hands are up there's somebody else in the car. My hands are up. So I see them grab them and then they put them in the back of their cop car. So now I'm in the cop car by myself. I mean, I'm in the um the vehicle now. And so they still have all guns pointed. More cops are here. So now they're surrounded the car. The helicopter's hovering over me. And I have, I look down and I'm like stuck because my seatbelt was still on. And I look down on my lap and I have a fucking cell phone in my lap. Now, my phone case is this ugly ass fucking phone case. It's this black phone case that had looked like some gray carpet was on it. But over time, it was just all used and all fucked up looking. And I'm just like fucking that's a gun in their eyes. I look over to the middle divider and his camera with the lens on it is sitting right there. That's a big bulky black item. That is a gun in their eyes. So I'm stuck and I'm scared. And like, I don't want to even say scared, but I'm like worried because I have to, with all what's going on, my brain is working at a million billion times faster because I'm in survival mode. But when you're in survival mode, sometimes you might panic. I'm telling myself not to panic because I also have anxiety disorder and I also suffer from fucking panic attacks. At the time, I, I they were really bad, too. So I'm like, oh, my God, like, how do I tell myself the fight or flight in me is really like oh so I'm I'm and for anybody who's I'm trying I'm I'm 
that has anxiety, I'm not trying to trigger you. I understand like even talking about it sometimes can trigger people. But like I said, listen at your own pace. I'm, I really come in peace when I'm saying this. I'm just trying to be honest and raw. But I'm sitting here and I tell them my hands are up. And at this point, I'm like, you know what? If they kill me, I want to at least be loud so the body cameras can pick up my audio and everybody can say exactly what it was and I can tell them. So I kept yelling loud and clear. I am not armed. I said, I have a cell phone in my lap. There is a camera in the middle divider. And I'm just really loud and clear and I'm trying to be cleared. And I kept saying like, I am a mom. I said, he is a photographer. I'm an artist. We are not criminals. And I wanted that to be clear because in the case of something happening, I did not know what I'm thinking after the fact. I wasn't going to be painted as a motherfucker who just shot. I No, y'all not finna put that on me, motherfucker. I'm going to tell you from, because if I, I, y'all going to use this auto, audio in in court, most likely, unless y'all do some scandalous shit and mute it, I'm going to say exactly what it is. These are going to be my last words. I'm a mom. He's a photographer. I'm an artist. We're not criminals. Do not shoot me. So I'm trying to tell them I'm taking off my seatbelt. They're getting anxious at this point because I'm trying to be calm and collective and I'm not moving at the pace that they want me to move. But if I move too fast, I'm going to get fucking shot the fuck up. If I move too slow, I'm going to get shot the fuck up. So I'm not trying to have no standoff with no fucking police. And especially when it wasn't even warranted, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I take my, um, reach over my lap. I, I, keep one hand up like they want to be visible and I fucking come and I open the door. I do their instructions and I'm out the car now. So I'm standing up, I have my both hands up and I'm telling them, don't shoot me. I'm a mom. I am a mom. Do not shoot me. Do not shoot me. We are not criminals. I kept saying it and repeating it. I don't have a weapon on me. I'm not armed. So I'm doing everything that they say. And now that I'm outside, everything kind of just hits me even more because my boyfriend's in the back of the cop car. I'm still out and they all have fucking guns pointed at me, watching me walk with my hands up. And I'm telling them I I'm shaking. I'm like, I I don't have what the fuck is going on. And I still pose a fucking threat to more than fucking five officers out there, men in fucking armed Y'all got guns, tasers, nightsticks, handcuffs, fucking pepper spray. Y'all got all this motherfucking shit. And y'all are pointing y'all motherfucking guns at me. Like I am, I'm that much of a fucking threat. Are you fucking serious? And I'm, I'm getting eye contact with these motherfuckers. And that's the part that made me sick. The itch. They were, it was like, they were just like, oh, this aggression, this aggressive they wanted they oh my god if I may if I sneezed the fucking wrong way they was ready to light my ass up and I caught eye contact with the black officer and he looked like he was just the most excited to be front line in this situation they didn't have shit else to do and I caught eye contact with him and I said are you fucking serious what are you doing what are you doing him specifically, I remember saying, what are you doing? And 
then it's just really started to hit me. And then I was really fucking worried because I wanted to get home to pick my fucking son up. I wanted to. And like, I had to, I started to feel like weak and I yelled, I have anxiety disorder. I'm having a panic attack. And for those who have had panic attacks, you guys know that you could feel them coming on and your body starts to feel numb. And then you go through the the waves. I call it waves. I try to personally find something extremely cold to press up against if I do have one, because that kind of keeps me conscious. Um, I've been a lot better at getting them because sometimes I'll press my uh, fingers on my palms. So for anybody who has panic attacks, um, just making sure that you're against something cold helps me personally pressing my fingers against my palms and just finding that mental space. If you meditate, you can go to that safe mental space. Anybody who does not meditate, I recommend, you know, trying to find a sense of find that place, that mental peace, that mental beach in your mind. Mine is the beach or it's my son's face at the beach or some shit. The, the beautiful thing about the mind, you can create whatever you want. And I go to that space. But in this instance, I didn't have that. I couldn't, it was too much happening where my body, my, my, oh, my senses were just, I have, was, I was having a sensory overload. So I started to feel my legs give out and I'm like, oh my God, if I faint, they might shoot me because I'm moving too fast or whatever. Next thing you know, whop, I hit the floor. I hit the floor and I'm shaking. And I just remember a cop saying, well, that just happened. In like the most sarcastic way possible. And... It was fucked up because I remember just like everything just went black for a little bit. And then I remember opening my eyes and there was this moment of stillness, nothingness. I just looked at the sky and there wasn't any clouds and it was just blue. And I was just looking at how blue the fucking sky was. And it was like. A heavenly feeling like I was just so out of it that I was just like, oh, wow, the sky is so blue. And this was happening like it was time was going. But for me, for me, it was like everything was in slow motion. And then I started to feel myself come back into my body. And then everything started to I started to regain consciousness. I started to refill the sounds and feel and hear and everything came back. And then I started to see the lights, the red and blue lights from uh, they came in and I'm looking and I'm kind of like did in a daze and then I see a cop face over my face and then everything reality setting back in and I'm like hearing everything and then boom I'm back in my body and I hear him saying hey are you okay are you okay and then he comes and he like I'm gonna take your pulse I'm gonna take your pulse and then I'm like oh shit I'm here I'm here so this white officer comes, he takes my pulse and he was like, somebody gets, get her a medic. We have to call her a paramedic, you know? And then they're asking me questions while I'm on the ground. He was like, I'm going to sit you up. I'm going to sit you like, sit you up. So I'm like, okay. Like, you know, he's like, what's your, what's your name? Like trying to see if I'm conscious or whatever. And like asking me like, 
questions and shit. And as this man is asking me these fucking questions, another officer comes behind me, takes handcuffs and fucking handcuffs me as I'm on the fucking ground having a fucking panic attack. Takes fucking handcuffs and handcuffs me behind my fucking back. Stands me up and I'm like, why are you handcuffing me? I did not do anything. What is going on? Not telling me shit. Nobody's telling me shit. Nobody's reading my rights. Nobody's telling me any fucking thing. We're just going to walk you over here. And, and, and yeah, we're, I'm going to sit, put you in, I'm going to put you in the, um, in the cop car. I'm like, wait, what, what is going on? What is going on? Why are you guys doing this? I am not a criminal. I did not do anything. Why are you guys handcuffing me? What is happening? And I look across the street and I see a fucking camera, a person with a big ass lens, media, news media, taking pictures. And I turn my face and I'm fucking humiliating. I'm, I'm fucking humiliated because at this point, this is this fucking. You know how violated I felt like I felt like I was just having like my clothes just ripped off. Like in front of the whole world and allowing people to just do whatever to me and I'm a if anybody who knows me knows I'm a very strong ass dominant woman I don't I don't fuck around you feel me and at this point it's like no just just let's lay there and let it happen let them do it it's like what it, it was a point at a point in time when does complying become something where something that's happening to me is, is feeling like it's inhumane. And they put me in the back of a pissy ass fucking cop car. And I'm, I'm upset because these pictures are being taken of me. I'm a mother before any fucking thing. So with these images that are floating around, anybody could make up any fucking narrative. And this is in fucking embarrassing and humiliating. So I'm in the back of this fucking pissy ass cop car. Nobody's saying shit to me. I just had a fucking panic attack. I'm still, my heart is beating hella fast. I'm, I'm not in the right mental state right now. No one knows my mental health history. Don't, they don't give a fuck. I'm in the back of this fucking cop car because to the, in their eyes, I'm a fucking criminal. So I'm back here and I'm just like, I'm in shock. I, I just can't even, I can't even. And um, another set of officers come. And this time it's a black female officer and she looks about my age, you know, and it's an, another group. And she just pulls up and um, the paramedic is 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 pulling up and one um, officer opens the door and um, he's like debriefing her as to what's going on. And her attitude was like, Oh, I just got here and I don't really know. Like, you know, and so this bitch had the stankiest motherfucking attitude. And she just felt like this, like what bitch well, you want them brownie points that fucking bad like really bitch you know and the bitch is like oh um I don't know I just pulled up I don't really know what's going on like you know just and they're they're telling her and so 
the officer um comes and he's like okay the paramedic comes up to the car and he's like i need to take her um her blood pressure or whatever so the bitch tells me like oh he needs to take your blood pressure and i'm just like okay bitch i'm in the back of a fucking cop car with my hands cuffed so you know so i look at her i said okay how and the paramedic looks at her like okay you have to open the door like she has to you know and i'm like can can you guys take these handcuffs off of me because i still i don't know what's going on i did not do anything why am i still handcuffed why nobody's telling me anything so um she's like you need to come out and scoot back so he could take your blood pressure so the and i'm still handcuffed so the paramedic looks at her he was like you have to take one of the handcuffs off like duh so he does my um takes my blood pressure and he's like your numbers are really high um this is basically like i wasn't like he was asking me what were my symptoms and all what's going on and that i needed medical attention and so i'm the the cop bitch goes well uh he's saying that you need to go with them um so like do you need to go do you feel like you need to go or and i'm not even feeling this bitch's attitude like i don't like bitch what so i'm like why would i go with why would i leave with him and you guys just pull guns out on me i can't trust to leave i don't know what to do i'm not gonna leave also because i'm looking at it like this if i leave the scene with all what's going on, who's to say they won't put something on my dude? Or, you know, I'm looking at it at that. Like, we we in this motherfucker, I'm already here, so I'm not leaving his side. We wasn't together or nothing, but that was my mindset. I'm not leaving him. So I said, no, I'm not leaving him. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving him. I'm, I'm staying right here. I can't trust you. She was like, you need to not, you need to focus on yourself. Why are you worried about him? You need to worry about yourself. You need to worry about your health. And it's it. the funny thing is that this bitch was we're the same age, same size and everything. And I'm like, bitch, do you know, like I would ooh, child, bitch, that 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 blue outfit real in that batch really got you feeling yourself today, bitch. Like you're superior. Bitch, I can't look at you as my motherfucking equal. Bitch, and the, fun, the funny thing is, I'm a whole ass mother. I'm a whole ass artist. Like, I'm I'm not I'm not doing no motherfucking shit, bitch. And you're already assuming that shit and projecting that shit on me, bitch. What what type of sick shit you doing at home, ho? Bitch, trying to get her motherfucking cop bukkake all. She thought she was doing something, honey. So I'm irritated at this point, and I'm just like, well, I'm not finna leave, so it is what it is. Like, I, I said, I can't trust you. Like, the same people that put guns out on me, now y'all trying to help me? No, I'm good. So, she gets mad. She puts the cup, the um, the um, cuffs back on me, and she makes them hella tight this time. And I'm just like, wow, bitch. Like, at this point, I'm getting hella mad because now I'm not scared anymore i'm getting upset and now i'm having personality shifts and like i said they don't know my mental history so i'm like okay (laughs) bitches is being funny you know what i'm saying bitches bitches is trying so um at this point give me um one second you guys cassidy um is everything together your dad should be here soon. Get all of your school stuff together. 
Get your kit, your backpack, all of that. That should be all in your room. Your dad should be here soon. Get get at all your school stuff. Get it together. Put it in your backpack. Get it ready to go. Close the door. Sorry, you guys. I just realized the time. Um. So. Um, yeah. So after that happened, I'm I'm in getting in a whole different mindset. So I'm trying to keep myself calm. But now I'm starting to become desensitized and numb. Like I I just don't give a fuck. You know, I'm I'm hot because I'm feeling disrespected. I'm feeling like I'm I don't tolerate disrespect. And I'm just like, okay, this shit is real like nasty. You know what I'm saying? And um I'm hot. So I try to calm myself down. Um, time is going by and then two officers get in the car and they're like sitting there and then they start asking me questions. They're asking me questions in regards to my boyfriend and all this other shit, asking me what's his first name, his address, his last name. I said, I don't know if did he give, did he comply with you? Did he give you your, his driver's license? Yeah. Then read all what you need to know is right there. But what I want to know is what's going on. Since you guys are asking me questions, what's happening with me? What's going on? So they tell me, well, there was a shooting that occurred and um, what the witnesses are saying that you fit the description of the shooter was a person with box uh, uh, braids, um, braids, and they also had the purple car or whatever. And I at the time I had blue braids and we were in a purple car. So the thing is. Bitch, that's a lie, because when I was in the vehicle, if you guys want to go back and listen, they asked my boyfriend, was there anyone else in the car? He's a, a light skinned black man who has dreadlocks and everybody know, like, come on now. Y'all profiled him because of his locks. And now y'all are saying because a person with braids like mine, I'm a female with come on now. What are the fucking odds? So I tell them. That's impossible because you mean to tell me that we shot somebody then sat in the driveway to go drive through to go get some fucking burritos. That's I mean, I mean, depending on who you are. But the day I pull a stunt like that is the day I'm taking over Gotham City, bitch. I'm the Joker. Come the fuck on now. And I said, that's impossible. I said, because officer, I was on Snapchat during the time that we pulled up in the, the drive through or the scene or of the crime. And Snapchat has timestamps to prove that it was it could have it was impossible. It can't be me or him. I'm more I will be more than happy to show you my motherfucking phone. It's in the car. So they're looking all stupid and shit. And then next thing you know, um. They say, oh, who, who's that woman? So they see um, my boyfriend's mom walk to the cop car uh, that where he was at. And my boyfriend is biracial. So his mother is white and his dad is black. But if you look at my boyfriend and you, you you're not going to be like, oh, that's his mom. I mean, they do look alike. But what I'm saying is she looks like a white woman. He looks like a black man at the end of the day. So she walks over to the cop car where he was at. The next thing you know, he's out of the cop car. I'm still in the back seat. He walks over to me and he um, is still like, you know, he's out of his mind. You know, this is fucked up. I'm still in the back seat. He walks up. He was like, 
they're trying to say that you're the shooter. And at this point, I'm still scared for my black ass because I ain't got no parents and my parent damn sure ain't white. And and my personal feeling is white privilege does go a long fucking way. That's just how I feel. And I don't care who don't like it. It goes a long fucking way. Could could her, her being white could have been the him getting out of the car fast. We did not get released at the same fucking time. We didn't. I still stayed in the cop car for 30, 40 more minutes. I had to get cleared by CSI and some more shit. So could that have played a part into it? Or could it have just been, you know, for the people who are ignorant? Oh, it, he was, or could it have been, he just would have been innocent and uh, you were suspected. Like, okay. Because even if I was a shooter, he was still a driver, but okay. Anyways, um, so I'm still scared at this point, a little nervous. And then it's like time is going by and it's almost time for me to get ready to pick my son up. So I'm asking the officer, I say, hey, um, can I make a phone call so I can have somebody pick up my son from school since you guys got me back here? I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to have to get taken downtown or some more shit. I don't know shit. This stupid bitch going to tell me. Um, you, we can't worry about that right now. Like this, um, I don't know what to tell you right now. This is not what you should be worried about. So I'm even more hot because everybody knows I don't play when it comes to my motherfucking son. I don't fucking play when it comes to my child. So I'm hot and I'm like, you know what? This petty ass bitch getting on my motherfucking nerves. And this bitch probably been out to the clubs and the parties and niggas probably fucked with this bitch. Be mindful of who you laying down with because these hoes will probably set your ass up. These raggedy ass hoes. So um, finally CSI comes and I'm a little nervous because I still don't think we're in the clear because who's to say they won't put a gun or plant some stuff in the car while they're searching the car. They're ripping the car apart and some more shit. And I'm just like, Oh my God, this shit is never going to fucking end. And, um, they let me out the car, they uncuff me. And this bitch from CSI has to take pictures of my hand. They check to see if there's any gunpowder or anything on my hands. Ask me, have I ever shot a firearm? I tell them no, like, you know, and while I'm there taking my pictures of my hands, the lady, the cop is like, um, oh my God, you have such tiny hands. And I'm just like, bitch, this is every day for you. You think that this is cute for me right now? Like, bitch, do you, what? So all of that is done and I, um, they're like, okay, that's it. And I'm like, that's it. And they hand me my jacket back and that's it. So I end up just standing there for a little bit and I just start walking off. And then when it finally hit me, I just started crying. I cried hella hard. I had to have my um, son's grandma pick him up from school because I, there was no way I could just go about my day, but that's what they expected. Just go about your day. And it was fucked up, man. And the cold part about it, a couple months later, they sent me a $400 fucking ambulance bill because they induced my fucking panic attack, but I had to pay for it. 
Um, I still get nervous. I still get scared, like, you know, a little bit when I'm driving because it's like that shit don't just go away. I have guns pointed at me, you know, with the helicopter, all of that. That shit is a trauma, traumatic fucking experience. And it was because of the color of my skin and the style of my hair. So you non-black people who are wearing fucking box braids and enjoying the culture, this is what I'm talking about, that we can't even enjoy our own shit because of the fact that we might get fucking profiled for it. We can't even drive in the neighborhood listening to music loud, even if we live there, because we might be profiled for it and the cops are going to be called. It's certain shit like that that you guys really need to take into consideration that this is something that happens. After that shit hat went down, um, I did reach out to people to kind of help, but I felt like honestly, there was no body. There was no blood. There was, so there wasn't really much of a story to tell, but I felt like there should have still been preventative methods because that shit was handled so poorly. I also have law enforcement family members who I called and they, there's, they suggested, yeah, the best thing you can do is try to talk to their supervisor or their chief of police or whatever. And it's, and ask for an apology, but it's like, what the fuck can that do? Two months later, Stefan fucking Clark was shot and murdered by Sacramento fucking police department. And what did he have on him? A fucking cell phone. The same shit that was in my motherfucking lap. That I could have been fucking shot and killed for. And it's these fucking mistakes that they're, they're making. Oh, never mind. It's not you. Like, what the fuck? All of these these mistakes that police police officers are making are killing people, causing PTSD. It's causing trauma to families. Now people are not fucking playing no more. And now there's there's riots, there's looting, there's fucking shit getting burnt down and all of this shit. So what the fuck are we going to do? What are we going to do? Because if it can happen to me. It's definitely a high chance to happen to my motherfucking son who is a young black boy who's going to be a grown black man one day. And these are the things that we need to take into fucking consideration because that's how fast life can fucking change. Jacob Blake cannot use his fucking legs as of now for what we know. He's paralyzed from the waist down. I pray that he has a speedy recovery. I pray that he's able to stand and be able to provide and all this other shit. But oh, is it? it's just a mistake. We thought it was some other shit. But these motherfuckers can go home and cater to their families and go about their fucking lovely ass fucking day. You can comply all day motherfucking long, but shit still happens. Somebody, I I got into it with a troll about a month ago talking about, well, if people would just comply and cops don't make mistakes. Well, bitch, what the fuck was that then when they thought I shot somebody and I was motherfucking getting a burrito? What is that? They don't make no mistakes. They're better because they put on a fucking uniform and a bulletproof vest and a patch. Come on now. I just want to say I'm sending prayers and love out to everybody and this world is it's chaotic right now. Um, You know, I'm, I'm 
thankful I'm able to be strong enough to share my situation. And I'm thankful and grateful that I was able to live through it, to still use my voice to talk about it. But this shit is still something. It's still real. It's still something. This happens. And we don't even know. What what about the people that we don't even know about in these small towns and all this crazy shit? For people who are my folks, black people, we got to keep unifying. We got to unify within our own community as well. That is something that we have to take accountability for and and unify within ourselves as well. It's not about folding and just being fucking forgiving all the time. Forgive within self. But I'm tired of seeing like every time we like something happens, like it's like we want to like hug our enemies. And like if, for example, like the, the guy who was killed in his fucking home and his family like hugged her and all this other shit. You don't see that on the other side. You don't see that on the other side. You don't. I'm tired of that shit. I'm not saying fucking go to war and all this other shit and be ignorant. But it's like that's the what everybody sees is like. Oh, okay. You know, they're just going to sing and dance and we can enslave them and they're going to sing songs while they pick our cotton so we can keep doing it. It's not fucking okay. And as you guys see, we're not our fucking ancestors and we're fucking shit up now. I'm not for hate and violence and all this other shit. I do want peace and unity, but what is what are we going to do uh, an important piece to live um that I want to leave you guys with is that I started school and my professor broke down equity and equality and equity and inequality are two different things and there was this picture where it showed that there was a, a man standing up over the fence where he could see the game and there was a little girl and um and a man in a wheelchair they all had step stools the little girl could still barely see over her step stool and the man with the wheelchair absolutely could not see and the picture next to it shows what but it was equal because everybody had a step stool so that was equality the second picture showed equity which showed the man being able to still see the game he gave the little girl her um two step stools his step stool and hers and she could see very well and the wheelchair guy somehow had a ramp where he could roll up and see the fucking game but she explained to me that equity fits where a person um needs certain things to accommodate them so they can be able to still obtain what they need to obtain because even if we all distribute the same amount of everything some people have special needs or need certain things to get there to get that to have to to kind of level things out I don't know the exact words for it but you know I just wanted to paint that picture and something to leave you guys with this week is try to be kind towards somebody that does not look like you it's a lot of cycle breaking that we have to do. It's a lot of fucking thought forms and a lot of shit that we have to do. But that starts within self. We all have to play our own individual part. I pray that all of the people who have not, who have been victims 
who have not gotten the justice that they deserve. I pray everybody fucking gets the justice that they fucking deserve. I pray that one day we don't have to fucking do this and go through this. I pray that we are strong and we can unify as one. Because this earth, god damn, we haven't even talked about the conditions of Mother Earth yet. But that's another fucking podcast that we'll talk about. We'll talk about that on another podcast. Another episode. I just want to um, send my love and light to everybody. I wanted to share my situation. I'm thankful that I'm here to to have this platform. Um, I'm all for peace, love, and positivity. Um, I don't want anyone to take anything. Like, I speak how I want to speak. I don't want anybody to take anything out of context or, like, kind of twist my words and shit like that. In regards to, like, what I'm saying about, like, hugging and forgiving your inner enemies and that part because I'm I'm sure that can be misconstrued and taken a different way what I'm saying is on a larger plane we don't see a white person hugging a black person after they killed or murdered um their family member or some shit like that I'm pretty sure people have had forgiveness yes seek forgiveness forgive but still continue to seek justice don't fold and and submit as soon as you're you're we're there we don't have that often where things kind of work in our favor where it does justice is served in our favor so when that is plastered all over the media that is what we see and that's what everybody else sees that the people who are serving these injustices they'll be like oh well what they do is just forgive us anyway so it's fine that's what i'm saying it's not fine it's not okay it's not. So if anybody feels any type of way about the things that I talked about on this podcast, I honestly don't give a fuck. You can unfollow me. You can never listen to my music, never fuck with my artwork, all of that shit. I'm going to say how I feel. And I mean it with the purest intentions and with love. I pray that we all can unify one day. I am a person that is a spiritual being. I understand that we're all a vessel. We're all energy at the end of the day. But my vessel is a black woman. And that's just what the reality is of it. I would not be self serving myself or my child if I said, oh, no, nah, baby, this is just a physical form. Yeah, we all have a physical form. Some of us don't look like each other. And that's why all this stupid shit is happening. I fucking hate racism. I think it's dumb. I think it's fucking stupid. And I pray one day that we can just love and just be kind and live life happy. So yeah, that was this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. Um, feel free if anybody wants some more information or any help or advice to kind of be a better ally or just anything like feel free to DM me, leave a comment under my um, comment box, racist, stupid comments. Y'all can suck my fucking dick pussy and y'all will get deleted. Most likely I don't tolerate the ignorance and dumb shit. Um, Sending you guys nothing but love and light throughout the the fucking week. I don't hate white people. So white people who are listening to that, please don't push that narrative on me. I don't hate no motherfucking body. I just hate stupid shit and dumb ass fucking dumb shit. It's stupid. I want us all to be loved and loved and happy. But that starts within self. Um, so, yeah. 
Peace, love, light. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you. And I will be tuning in with you guys next week. Much love.